The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are simply that, opinions. All are presumed innocent until proven otherwise in a court of law. Sensitive topics are discussed. Discretion is advised. On this week's Court TV podcast, we're in Virginia for the blockbuster trial between superstar actor Johnny Depp and his ex-wife, actress Amber Heard, who are suing each other for defamation over abuse allegations. Court TV's Chanley Painter is in the courtroom daily and will join me to break down what happened with Johnny Depp when he took the stand. This is the Court TV Podcast with Vinnie Politan. I'm Vinnie Politan. Thanks so much for downloading the Court TV Podcast and listening. And there is something happening on Court TV right now, and uh, you're probably seeing it everywhere. It is a, a trial that has taken on a life of its own, and it's really because of one man and one man only. His name is Johnny Depp. And this is a case we've been tracking for a while. Um, it's happening now. Um, as we're recording this, Johnny Depp is still on the witness stand testifying, and he has sued his ex-wife, Amber Heard, sued her for defamation because of an op-ed that she wrote in the Washington Post where she describes herself as a survivor of domestic violence. And Johnny Depp is saying, I never abused you. I never abused you. And he believes this has ruined his career. So now he's filed a lawsuit for $50 million against Amber Heard. She is countersued for $100 million. But at the end of the day, this trial is about whether or not Johnny Depp committed domestic violence and whether or not Amber Heard lied about it and ruined Johnny's career. He's trying to get his name back. That's really what this whole thing is about. So what I want to do right now is talk about this amazing moment on Court TV with Johnny Depp testifying inside a courtroom. It's in Fairfax County, Virginia. I was down there for the first week of the trial before Johnny got on the stand. Chanley Painter, Court TV legal correspondent, has been down there the whole time, has been inside the courtroom with Johnny Depp and joins us now. Chanley, uh, great to uh, be with you right now. Tell, Describe what it's like to be inside a courtroom when you have someone of the stature, the star power of Johnny Depp on a witness stand telling his story and describing some of the most intimate details of his life. It's really surreal to be inside this courtroom. We cover trials all the time, but this is a superstar with decades of Hollywood fame, a talented man. And I mean, you've been here many. You walk up to this courthouse, you have fans here outside the courthouse, in the courthouse hallway, in the courtroom. And today, even more than ever, fans from near and far and their majority here for Johnny Depp to see him in person, to see him testify. And as I sit inside, as he tells his story, the gallery is really hanging on every word, every little smile that Johnny Depp makes, they echo it. Every little chuckle that Johnny Depp makes, they echo it in the gallery. It is something else to observe. And it, it's just, it's wild to be inside. Now, there's a couple of things that are um, very unique about all of this. It's a civil case. We, we usually cover criminal cases on court TV for the most part, but this is a civil case. But the underlying conduct or allegations by Amber Heard against Johnny Depp are criminal in nature. It's it's domestic violence. I mean, it's not legal. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, it's not a criminal case, though. 
But the way Johnny Depp is testifying, to me, I've never seen this before. There is a question, and then there is an, uh, this, this almost never-ending narrative, this storytelling in a slow, deliberate manner by Johnny Depp. These answers go on forever. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm, I'm watching, and I don't feel like they're going on forever, but they actually are. Yeah, it's a soliloquy of Johnny Depp. I've never seen it either. One question, and then 10 minutes later, Vinny, we're still hearing a story. He, he will eventually directly answer whatever is asked of him. Now, there's been a couple of times where he forgets the question and has to say, what was the question again? <laughs> you know, five minutes later. But for the most part, he, he, he just he tells the whole story. So the background and what he's thinking, what he's feeling, it's very stream of consciousness type of style delivery. He stutters at times. He pauses at times. There's power in a pause, but when you have Johnny Depp on the stand and he pauses, it's like, okay, what's going to, what's he going to say next kind of thing in the courtroom. And especially if he pauses before he starts answering a question that's asked. So today there was a question about whether or not he hit Amber Heard when she made fun of his tattoo and he took a moment, Vinny, and it was like time suspended. Even the juror at the very end of the jury box was like, look at him like, what's he going to say? And then he started answering. And of course, it's another 10 minute answer. But still, it's just it. This is his day in court, right? This is his time. And they are allowing him to take his time and say whatever he wants. The judge is allowing it. And and Amber Heard's team is not really objecting. No, they're not objecting to it. They're, they're allowing it to go. Uh, what I want to do here, could th- this testimony is so personal and, and, you know, a lot of people saying it, it makes Johnny Depp look, you know, it's 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 ripping the 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 curtain back and you're seeing every ugly detail of his life and this relationship with Amber Heard but one thing that he did early on was explain why he filed this lawsuit because he's not the defendant he filed this lawsuit he voluntarily is in court he wants the world to hear all of this and he explained why I thought it was diabolical that my children would have to go to um school and have their friends or people in the school approach them with the infamous People magazine cover with uh, uh, Miss Heard with a a dark bruise on her face. Um, And then it just kept um, the it kept multiplying. It just kept getting bigger and bigger. So it was my responsibility, I felt, to not only attempt to clear my name um, for the sake of, well, for many reasons, but I wanted to clear uh, my children of of this horrid thing that they were having to read about their father that was which was untrue this is um it, it seems like it's a very personal lawsuit it it's about yes he sued for 50 million dollars that will get a headline and a jury will have to make a decision but at the end of the day all of this is revealed and it seems like he wants to get his name back that that is what it, it is all about and we're in the middle of that moment mm-hmm. where he has the attention of the nation. Oh, yeah. Everyone is listening to of Johnny Depp. And now. Of the world, yeah. Benny. 
everyone is watching, everyone is listening. You can't turn on the television or Twitter or Facebook and not see some clip of Johnny Depp. And there's mixed reviews, as you know, right? But you're right. This is his day in court. This is his, he's putting everything on the line. And to him, as he's talking, it's worth it. No matter what dirty laundry comes out, no matter how uncomfortable we are sitting in the gallery going, wow, I can't believe we're learning about this uh, behind closed doors in Johnny Depp's life. So it's just, it's unbelievable. Well, and and you, you think about the starting point, a lot of people questioning he shouldn't do this because he is telling, you know, he's revealing all of this ugliness, but going into this, he was already in this relationship, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, the picture that the public had was Amber Heard victim, Johnny Depp villain, Johnny Depp abuser, Amber Heard survivor. And that's not his perspective on what happened in this broken relationship. It's not. And because it is his case, it is plaintiff's time to shine in this courtroom, Vinny. The narrative is different right now, right? She hasn't had her chance to spin it. So right now, momentum for Johnny Depp, because that is the picture that's in the courtroom, that she was the aggressor. She berated him. She was the one that pushed his buttons. She was the one that hit him. He never hit a woman. And so that's where this jury is right now. That's what they've heard. Her team has tried to make some headway on cross, bringing up some, you know, what we will hear once her case is underway. But to him, just having that narrative out there and now him on the stand personally telling everyone his side of the story is worth it to him, no matter what the outcome of this case is. Okay. I want to listen to a little more Johnny Depp. And it's hard to pick sound bites here because most of the, as you've been saying, Chandler, most of the time he's explaining something fully, it takes five, 10 minutes, which is why you have to watch court TV to see all of this. Uh, But here, let's listen to a little bit more uh, of of Johnny Depp and just the 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 way he speaks and the words he uses and the images he creates in his testimony again unlike any other witness I've ever seen or heard before. It's been six years of trying times. It's very strange when one day you're. Uh, Cinderella, so to speak, and then in 0.6 seconds, you're Quasimodo. Unbelievable. The, the way he, and, and, and to me, that's taking us inside his mind, the way he sees his situation. And again, getting back to why on earth would Johnny Depp bring this lawsuit and have the world listen to these, these very personal, ugly um, details of what happened in his life, whether it's the alcohol, the drug use, the arguments, the everything else. But this this explains it. He was he was Cinderella when he was Captain Jack Sparrow. And then as soon as Amber Heard made these allegations, he became Quasimodo. Yeah, Vinny. And listening to that soundbite, you hear the depth, the richness of Johnny Depp's voice, his signature voice. So unique to him, right? It booms in the courtroom. So as soon as he took the stand yesterday and just said, good afternoon into the microphone, it was like, the whole gallery was, okay, well, here he is. That's Johnny. And that's how he carries and captivates this courtroom. And you hit the nail on the head, the imagery of the words that he uses. Yes, he's slow to speak. It's It takes a while to get to his point, but he's painting a picture with his words because he creates a visual with the descriptive 
characteristics of how he describes, you know, Amber Heard or the arguments or the fight. You can see what he's saying. And that's a gift. He has a gift. That's why he rewrote all of his movie lines. And that's how he became a superstar. And that's what he's doing in this courtroom. It's really epic to watch. All right. Chanley Painter is with us. We've got more to cover uh, from, from what is happening inside the courtroom in Fairfax County, Virginia. Johnny Depp on the stand. The killer, you know. They were a perfect family, but never suspected. I'll find you one way or the other. Someone they knew with Tamron Hall. Weeknights, 7, 6 Central on Court TV. At about the age of, I don't know, four or five years old, I, I can remember vividly my, my mom telling me to go get her nerve pills, you know, um, out of her purse that was hanging on the back of the door. So I'd go get the nerve pills and I'd bring her the nerve pill, she'd take it. And, um, you know, after a few years, you start to notice, well, you start to think about nerve pills, nerve pills. <laughs> and then she seemed to calm down after she took those nerve pills so when i was 11 years old um i wanted to calm down and i didn't know how to so i i'd bring my mom her nerve pill i would walk away and i would take one myself Johnny Depp talking about his early introduction into the world of drugs, and it comes back to his mother. It, it is unreal. Uh, Johnny Depp is telling his life story on the witness stand. It's a case, of course, we're covering on Court TV. Chanley Painter, Court TV legal correspondent, inside the courtroom for all of this testimony. Chanley, to me, the Johnny Depp's testimony, he goes back to his childhood, and that has such an important backdrop to everything that is happening now, because this case on the other side, Amber heard the picture that I've, that I've heard painted by her and her team is that Johnny Depp drunk on drugs in a rage gets violent. And he takes us back to his childhood to explain uh, his use of drugs and to explain his troubled relationship with his mother which he has also compared to his relationship with Amber Heard. This is un this is unreal, Chanley, what we're hearing in the courtroom. It is, and it makes total sense. Now, of course, I fully expect Amber Heard's side to say, look, he always plays the victim. He's playing up what happened in his youth because he's the victim then. He's the victim now. They can spin it, but how it's coming across in the courtroom right now, it's totally making the connection between his abusive childhood and how he would react to his mother throwing things at him calling him names he would retreat to how he handled amber heard today he even told this jury that he realized at one point that he was in a relationship with his mother comparing amber heard to his abusive mother and who committed or attempted to commit suicide and he even brought up the fact that amber heard talked about suicide so many similarities 
between his mother and Amber Heard. And it's very clear right now to this jury the, the situation that he was in and that he couldn't escape really excusing anything negative that Amber Heard may bring up about why he was on drugs and what he was doing, how he was acting. They're getting that context and background from his point of view. Yeah, the analogy that they're making is when he was young, he would take the the drugs to numb himself from the abuse of his mother. And and now in this relationship with Amber Heard, he's taking the alcohol and the drugs to numb himself from the abuse from Amber Heard, the control and the abuse and her demeaning and attacking him and making him feel small. It is, it is fascinating to see this develop inside the courtroom. Um, unbelievable, really. Um, and and for, for Johnny Depp, this is what it's about. It's, it's to explain this relationship that it wasn't so simple. It wasn't simple me too. Man bad, woman good, woman survivor, man abuser. And he's trying to paint a much more complete picture for the jury, yes, but uh, even more so for the rest of the world. Yeah, Vinny, you bring up the jury. And I have to note, because I know I've told you that they're really reacting as if any other witness was on the stand the same way. But I noticed a difference today when Johnny Depp is really being brutally honest with his struggle with his addiction to opiates. And he talks about withdrawals. And there's that one woman on the front row. And I know you probably remember, you had your eyes on her as well, older woman the only one on the front row, she really does seem to be more in tune to Johnny Depp today. She's nodding. He will actually look directly at her today because she will give a response nodding. So he's describing his struggles to her. She's taking notes and she's also looking more at Amber Heard uh, who's sitting there to try to gauge Amber's reaction. So he may have someone on his side on this jury panel that's that's grown on him and, and relating, empathizing with his testimony. And it's really interesting to see that come about the hours that he's on the stand. Now, the other thing that is also interesting in the way Johnny Depp is testifying is that he is coming off as somewhat relatable, even though he lives in this strange, strange world of iconic superstardom, you know, something akin uh, almost to a level of a Michael Jackson. And, and it all started because of the incredible success of his role as uh, Jack Sparrow. Let's take a listen to some testimony about how all of that completely changed his life. I mean, at that point, he's already a star, but then it goes to a whole different level. Though I'd been around for many years already, and, uh, and uh, people people knew who I was and all that. Um, after Pirates 1 came out, there was a, a, a completely different, it was a completely different world. Uh, way of life was 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 being sort of you know my family and I were being plunged into that is to say you know at our house in Los Angeles you would have you would have people trying to climb the gates to get into see Captain Jack Sparrow um you would you would have people trying to bust in the gates dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow you would ha- it, it, and follow you or follow you and your family so that was that was the moment when um, the, the, there was no other way but to uh, we, we had to hire more security guards and I was certainly worried for my kids 
um, safety. Taking us into that world, it, it, it's, again, you're hanging on every word, at least I am, as, as you're listening to Johnny Depp, because this stuff is, is fascinating. This is stuff you never get to hear. And we're getting to hear it because Johnny Depp wants us to hear it because he wants to explain what he believes really happened in this broken relationship with Amber Heard. Uh, but this is important, I think, because um, it comes down to relatability. And, you know, it's impossible to relate anyone's life to the life that he's living with all the money and the fame and everything else um, that he enjoys. But there's the other side of it. And to have people explain it, um, you know, in, in the end, Captain Jack has to buy an island to to have some some place to go to be normal with his family. Vinny, you don't have people showing up at your house dressing up as Vinny Politan, you know, no, you know wanting no. autographs. <laughs> right. And that's that's a completely different world, different reality that I can't really even imagine. But it's necessary for him, like you said, to be so open so that he can be humanized in a way, you know, his story is so unbelievable. It's almost as if yesterday he was painting himself as he wanted to be a musician and somehow just stumbled into acting. And now he has, you know, he's a superstar with unimaginable wealth and this lifestyle that he's living. And it's kind of unfair. <laughs> a lot of people like, okay, we don't want to hear you complain about this. Right. Uh, but at the same time, to hear what he's telling this jury, uh, it almost comes across even more credible, like you said, because he doesn't have to be so honest about what he goes through and the struggles that he's had in his life. So again, we shall see the outcome, but uh, it kind of depends on who, who you like. I, there's, you know, people are always going to criticize, uh, find something and people are always going to love him. Those are diehard Johnny Depp fans in that gallery, no matter what happens, will forever be by his side. But there's also, you know, the other people who, who just, won't believe anything he says right Vinny? oh absolutely yeah of course of course um but i'll tell you it's it's the the massive number of people kind of in the middle who heard a little bit about it probably thought johnny depp bad guy now all of a sudden giving it a second look and i think that's yeah. what he's what he's looking to do here chanley painter has to run back into the courtroom <laughs> folks because that's what she does she's in the courtroom uh bringing us all the details of what's happening in this case johnny depp versus amber heard chanley thanks so much thank you Vinny. All right, when we come back, I'm going to tell you why I believe Johnny Depp is actually doing really, really well. Follow Court TV live over the air, uninterrupted. If you're watching television with an antenna, just rescan your channels now to add Court TV. And go to CourtTV.com to see the exact channel position and more ways to watch Court TV in your area. I believe Johnny Depp is doing extremely well on the witness stand. And you can say, well, he's an actor. He should do well. well. No, not necessarily. I've seen a lot of high profile people get up on the stand and they're just not good. They're just not good. I've seen rabbis get up on the stand who were described as being, oh, charismatic, amazing. And they're awful. You never know. Johnny Depp, I think he's doing a fantastic job. And the reason I say that is because the, the impact he's having on me. Because going into this case, I, I didn't have a really strong opinion one way or the other, but I, I thought basically this was about Johnny Depp being a drunk and being violent. That was the, that was the headline, right? And that was kind of like going into it, okay, that's probably the way this is going to play out. And he's just, a, he's just a, a drunk and he's got so much money, so he's just 
filing a spite lawsuit just because, you know, no, but that's not, that's not what I'm seeing and hearing on the witness stand from Johnny Depp. I'm hearing thoughtful testimony. He's, he's somehow made himself relatable, which to me is, was such a challenge from the beginning, but he's doing it. He's doing it. He's making himself likable. Um, and there are problems that he has. There are, there are videos where he doesn't seem to be right. He's, he's got an obvious alcohol problem and, and some drug problem as well. But he's been able to finesse his way around that, and not finesse it in a, a disingenuous way either. And it's because of the way he tells stories. And I, and I, I don't think he's making all this stuff up. I haven't heard from Amber Heard yet, and I haven't seen the cross-examination yet. So obviously that is still to come. But on his direct examination, as he's telling his story, to me, it's the details, it's the delivery. And all of a sudden he's telling stories and it's just about a relationship. And there's some level to me of relatability to relationships in general, whether it's your own relationship or a relationship of a friend of yours that, you know, he's, he's described. Um, I want you to take a listen here to Johnny Depp telling one of these stories. And it may not seem like it's a very significant event, uh, but to me, the way he tells it and what he says makes it significant. Let's listen. And I remember one night I came home from work and, uh, and I think she was on the phone or something and or busy, she was doing something. And um, so I sat down on the couch and I took my boots off and um, suddenly Miss Hurd approached with this look on her face that she, and she just said, what did you just do? What did you do? So what do you mean? You took your boots off. I said, I said yeah, yes, I did. You, 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 you were busy, you know. No, 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 that's my job. That's what I do. You don't do that. I do that. Okay, all right then. And then she said, let me get you a glass of wine. And she brought me the glass of wine. But I did take pause, of course, uh, the fact that she was visibly shaken or upset that I had uh, I had broken her rules of routine. Not a big deal, right? Who's going to take off his boots? But that was that was one of the reasons that he fell for her because when they were together, he would come home, she would take off his boots and she was treating him so well. So unlike the way his mother had treated him and he, and he fell for her because, Oh my goodness, I've never been treated this way before. But then he describes this one day where he takes off his own boots and she gets angry. And as he tells the story, you can, you can picture it. He's a, he's a master storyteller. Now, if the jury believes he's making up these stories, that's one thing. But if they believe they're true, makes he's painting a picture of Amber Heard as being someone who, once they got into this relationship, took control. And it, she was in charge of this man, right? This man who had spent three decades building a, a fortune and, and, and a legend as, an, as, a, as, a, as an actor 
is now marrying this 20-something-year-old, and all of a sudden she's in charge, and she's telling him what he can and can't do. He told another story about wanting to stay up to watch television, and she got angry, like, no, you're not going to watch TV. Like, what? Who, who, who tells, wait, I'm a 50-something-year-old man. I, if I want to watch TV, I'm going to watch TV. I don't have to go to bed. I'm not tired yet. And all of this is, is so vivid in the way he's testifying in court that it makes it real. And I think what it is setting up is an incredible challenge for Amber Heard, because this is a civil case. She would testify. She's a defendant, but she's going to testify. And she'll tell her side of the story and her story. But is she as good of a storyteller as he is? What will her stories sound like? And I, I don't know if she can match what Johnny Depp is doing in this courtroom. Now, he has sued her for defamation, and he's a public figure. So there's an incredible burden because of our First Amendment and, and the Supreme Court cases that have come down. It's difficult to win these cases. It's difficult to sue someone if you're a public figure for defamation. That's why these cases are so rare. And he may not win. He may not win. But that may not be the end game for Johnny Depp. And that's why I believe he's doing so well right now, because everyone is watching, everyone is talking about it. And, and, I, and while there may be some split out there about whether or not you believe him, I think overwhelmingly people have an open ear to Johnny Depp's side of the story now, because it's really a side of the story we never heard about before. We just kind of quickly saw the headlines. We knew they broke up and then she made allegations. She's a survivor of domestic violence, like so many other women who have come forward uh, through this uh, Me Too uh, movement, and all of a sudden, well, maybe not. Maybe there's something different here. And that may be all that he wants to accomplish, is to say, no, take a second look at me, public. Take a second look at me, Hollywood. I am not this monster that Amber Heard has described. There are two sides to this story. And where the truth is, you know, maybe the public finds he's telling the truth. Some may find she is, but many of us may end up somewhere in the middle and say, these are two people who were not good for each other. It's good that they're no longer together. And they were just, they were just poison, but separately they're fine. So maybe either or both are abusers, neither or both are survivors. But at the end of the day, Let's not lump Johnny Depp in with Harvey Weinstein. And that may be the point of all of this. We shall see. And you shall see if you're watching it on Court TV. We've got gavel-to-gavel -gavel coverage. Um, some, you know, some networks are dipping in so you can watch Johnny Depp. But if you want to see the whole trial, all the other witnesses whether it corroborates or undermines Johnny Depp's story. If you want to see and hear Amber Heard when she testifies and you want to hear the closing arguments and see the verdict, make sure you're tuning into Court TV. If you have a digital antenna, you can rescan it. Otherwise, you can go on to CourtTV.com uh, to find out where you can get Court TV. Uh, that is it for this week, folks. Thank you so much for listening and downloading. Uh, again, make sure you, you watch the trial on Court TV and you watch my show every night from 8 to 10 Eastern as we take a look at all the big moments from all the big cases. I'm Vinny Politan. Have a great week. And as always, don't forget, 
to hug the kids. This podcast is a production of Court TV. Go to CourtTV.com for more content, trials on demand, and to find out how to watch Court TV in your area.